Nikola Cherkovich, Jelani Day, and bodies washing up along Lake Michigan. Three of my past episodes that need to be talked about and updated. I will bring you up currently on what's going on with these three. Join me this weekend for episode 38. Hello, it is Friday, May 5th. Welcome to Kelly's Coffee and Crime Chat. This is Kelly and I am here again. Um, this is going to be a an episode where I talk about three of my past episodes um, that really need talked about and need to be just a little bit updated um, as to what is going on still with these three. Um, these three are ones that really stuck with me because they are they're still unsolved for some reason. Okay, now the one I just did was Paula Turkovich. I just wanted to touch base a little bit and add some things in that I forgot to last week. And then we have she is from she was from New York, Long Island, New York. And then we have Jelani Day, who is from Peru, or well the LaSalle area, and of Illinois. And then we have. Um, I'm going to talk again about the Chicago drownings that I did um, in episode, uh, it was quite a few months back. It was the, uh, is there a serial killer in Chicago? So I really want to talk about that as well. Um, Asked everybody, that's the recording there. My phone is acting so strange. But, um, okay, it's still here. Um, (laughs) gosh. Okay, I am drinking Java Mama the Homer. The Homer is part of our donut collection that just came out. It is so good. It's the donut, you know, with the pink icing and the sprinkles that Homer has. We also have a chocolate one that I'm getting. Uh, It's on the way, and we have a Mama's Maple. I think it's a Maple Bar is what it's called, and I have not tried that one yet. So I'm looking forward to them. We also have like a vanilla cake donut with cinnamon. So it's like a vanilla sugar cinnamon taste. I have not tried that one either. (laughs) As you can tell. I'm also, we also have new iced teas out. And our iced teas are where um, you get these little um, pods and you just put them in water and brew for 8 to 12 hours overnight. So I just started the purple papaya um, one that's new. And, um, I just put that in before I started the podcast. So I'm going to have that tomorrow. It's starting to get warm here. So I got my ceiling fan on. If you hear a humming in the back and now I hope my papers don't start blowing everywhere. Starting to get warm here in Illinois. It almost, it's like in the eighties. At least that's what it said in my car that it was in the eighties. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and start. Um, I hope everybody's having a wonderful weekend so far. It is Cinco de Mayo. I just forgot about that. I'm going to have a margarita probably when I get off of here after I have my coffee. So last week was episode 37 and I talked about Paula Turkovich. Now, 
let's see, Paula, get my notes here. I wanted to talk about that one again real quick because Paula, this is a story where an 18 year old girl got killed, but it was so quiet. Now, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to episode 37. I interview her mother, Kathleen. And I wanted to make sure that I let everybody know to please email the mayor of Mineola, New York. Now, uh, Paula Turkovich lived in Long Island, but her body was found an hour away in Mineola, Illinois, or uh, sorry, New York. And she, um, they said it was a suicide, open, shut case. It wasn't even a case. They didn't open it. Suicide. She was found on the ground under a six floor parking garage. Well, number one, she didn't have her car. Her car was back in Long Island at a train station. So whoever took her, parked the car at the train station to make it look like she took the train to Mineola. Now, remember, she doesn't have a car, so she had to walk up this six floor parking garage or whatever, elevator, whatever, however you get up there. Go up there. Supposedly the cameras were covered up. They said she covered it or she started a fire alarm and that basically shut off the cameras, which makes no sense and jumped to her death. Funny thing is no broken bones. And she was able, uh, Kathleen was able to have an open casket funeral for her. And she was beautiful like an angel. Um, she did not jump from a six story or six floor parking garage. She was murdered. And that's why we want this case open. It was never open. It's been very quiet. This happened March 31st, 2018. It was the night before Easter. She just left home and was going to to a friend's house and never showed up to the friend's house. And this, this just baffles me. I just, I can't get over this case. I can't. So um, you can email them at, it's Mineola, M-I-N-E-O-L-A hyphen, ny.gov. His name is Paul A. Perry. I don't know how to say it, so I'll spell it. P-E-R-E-I-R-A. And when you do is when you go there, I've got the actual direct link to a form and you just fill out the form and then your message. And I just want to urge him to open this case because this needs to be opened. The murderer is free, running around out there somewhere. Somebody got away with murder in this, and it may have been more than one person. So my heart goes out to Kathleen. She's a fighter, and I'm going to keep everybody updated on this case. I'm going to do all I can as far as emails and anything I can do, uh, sharing, um, trying to get the story out there. So um, my next one I want to talk about was is Jelani Day. Now, this was episode 14, so it goes back a ways. Please, please go back and listen to that one because this is another baffling case. And I don't understand what happened. They basically say, oh, he drowned. No, he didn't. So he just didn't. Um, If you go back and listen to episode 14, it reminds me a little bit like it could be connected to my next case I'm going to talk about. And that was the Chicago drownings. I'm not sure if they're connected. But for Jelani Day, his mother is fighting to get his case opened. They're saying he drowned. No, there's no way. His wallet, car, clothes, phone, and body 
were found in five different locations. Um, somebody, somebody, it doesn't make any sense because one minute he's on a surveillance camera in a dispensary in Blooming, I think it was Bloomington. He was never late to class ever. He was getting his doctor, doctoral, if I could say that, doctoral degree, if that's, if that's right. And he just went missing, like out of the blue, never showed up to class. And they found all of his, all of these things, five different locations. Um, I wanted to talk about this because his mother, Carmen Bolden Day, she, this is another mother fighting for her child to get justice. Now she went on and I watched it. It's on Instagram. There's an Instagram um, page, um, justice for Jelani Day. Uh, and she gets on, she's on, on there at a uh, council meeting and she said she wants, she said that nobody, they have stopped taking her calls and she has not had any communication in the last two months about her son's case. Nobody has returned her calls. She's trying to get through. Now they just had a new, um, I want to say it's a sheriff. It's a woman police. Oh, sorry. Police chief, Peru police chief, Sarah Raymond, um, was new. And she, um, it's almost like that was overshadowing anything. It was like, it sounded to me like since she took office that Carmen had not been, had any news on her, on Jelani's death. None. Um, he was found dead in the Illinois river in Peru more than a week after last being seen alive in Bloomington. His abandoned vehicle was found near Illinois Valley, the Illinois Valley Y in Peru, Illinois. And Peru is part of La Salle and, and in La Salle County. Um, there were no signs of trauma before his, death, before his death, according to the coroner's office. But no, uh, the family seems to disagree with that because I'm pretty sure that evidence showed that something had happened to him before that. I don't know if he had been beaten up. That's what I'm thinking, but I'm not sure. I'm just going by what you know, what I know about the case. Um, when she went to this meeting, when Carmen went to this meeting to talk, to say she wants something done, um, the police chief, Sarah Raymond released a response on the radio, 103.9 WLPO news. And what she says is her response is all departments involved have worked tirelessly since Jelani Day's disappearance on August 24th, 2021. She says since it's an ongoing investigation, no law enforcement agency can publicly or should publicly comment on any part of this investigation. Okay, but why? Why Why can't they just call Carmen back and tell her? Why can't they do that? That makes no sense. Raymond says... Day's, Jelani Day's case is a priority for all agencies involved and says, quote, we are also committed to continuing to provide Jelani's family with all information that we are at liberty to disclose. Um, I, this doesn't tell me anything. This doesn't tell the family anything. If, if, there, if this is something where the FBI's taken over and it's supposed to be quiet, his, 
Carmen needs to know this. His family needs to know this. You don't just leave him in the dark. So it sounds to me like they're getting the runaround here. I don't know about anybody out there that knows this case, but this just this this is kind of a poor response. And really, you can't help. You can't do something to get this going. Um, there is a change.org petition to sign and it's change.org i i typed in change.org and then jelani day that's j-e-l-a-n-i day you can email the mayor of peru illinois it is k-k-o-l-o-w-s-k-i at peru.il.us to get this case opened urging to get the case open so there's another email you can you can um to help you can do that and also there is a gofundme page up and i donated to, to that it is um the money the money covers a monetary award and mental and grief counseling to assist the family in the days to come and it helps to seek justice as far as like investigations and that. And a lot of places say, oh, we don't have the resources to really, really go into it. Well, if you can raise the money, it can really help. Um, and uh, the monetary, uh, we're covering a monetary award. Um, I'm wondering, I don't know exactly what award that's for. So I, I don't know. But um, it could be for helping in the case or it could be uh, something... Um, else for that but the money it is all listed on the gofundme page and justice for jelani day there's also an instagram page i am keeping up on this because i remember when this happened and i remember remember seeing carmen on the news so upset because they never investigated it they never investigated the case the, the it was like same as paula turkovich it's like open and shut ellie drowned um to me that's just lazy um that, that that's lazy lazy it just it just is and Carmen keep fighting my heart goes out to you both of you mothers keep fighting do not give up do not you have a lot of people behind you on this um and I will continue to update people the more for the more news I hear on that one okay now we have the tragic drownings now I talked about this is there a serial killer in Chicago and it is very um suspicious now there's been more drownings earlier than this year but four drownings have been reported since december of 2022 there was a 21 year old polish businessman christoph schubert schubert missing since december 3rd i talked about this on my earlier episode it's episode 24 he was he went missing on december 3rd but he was recovered from lake michigan on december 7th oak street beach area of lake michigan cause of death they're saying drowning with ethanol intoxication as a contributing factor his death was ruled accidental but this drowning with ethanol intoxication is a new is a recent news on the cause of death um same thing for a 25 year old Peter Salvino, a doctoral student who I also talked about in episode 24. He disappeared 
on December 17th and was recovered from Diversity Harbor off of South Cannon Drive, which is the 3700 block. Now, um, then there was another one. Anthony Rucker, 23, missing on February 13th, recovered on February 16th. Now, this was after I did my episode. Again, death, drowning, but, oh, his death was drowning, but they're saying he took his own life. Now, back to Peter Salvino, he had the exact same cause of death, drowning with ethanol intoxication as a contributing factor. All of these, were those two, the first two were world accidental. The third one, Anthony Rucker, they're saying he took his own life. How do we know this? I don't know. I don't know much more about the case of, of Anthony Rucker, but um, the other two had the exact same cause of death. Now, there's another one. Joel Orduno, or I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. O-R-D-U-N-O, he is 24. He went missing on February 17th. He's 20, 20, okay, 24 years old. I wrote that twice in my notes here. Um, a full month later, a full month later, which would have brought us up to St. Patrick's Day, March 17th, he was discovered in the Chicago River, 2700 block of North Levitt. Investigation is still ongoing on that one. I'm not sure if they've got the cause of death yet. And even after this happened, a 21-year-old U.S. Navy service member, Samus, S-E-A-M-U-S, Gray. He went missing in Waukegan after leaving a bar. He's not found yet. The search is ongoing for him. They are, divers and swimmers are searching the waters looking for his body. What's going on? They're saying that there's unsolicited taxi offers going on. So when people leave a bar... Uh, the connection to all these deaths is they are getting offers for rides home, either for free or for cash. Someone's offering them a ride home, pulling up, offering a ride home. Um, there's no, it, it's not le- legit. There was no share. There was no like apps or anything for it. They didn't call for a taxi or call. The person would just drive up and ask, do you need a ride home? You've been drinking. I could take you home or whatever they said. I don't know. Um, It has been known on social media about this because some people have said this offer, quote unquote, air quotes here, offer happened to them as well. But they, taking it, they didn't take the offer. They didn't get in the car. So that's the connection here. So if you are ever in any area, you make sure your taxi or Uber is legit. If it is suspicious to you, call 911 and take note of the vehicle details. License plate number, color of the car, you know, model, make of the car, whatever. Just be on alert. Because something's going on in Chicago here. Something's not right. Now, these people were leaving a bar. I'm not sure if that's connected to the Jelani Day case because he wasn't leaving a bar. And it was in in the daytime. I mean, he was like going to school uh sometime in that day that day and didn't show up so i don't even know if this is related but it needs to be looked into because all of this needs to be looked at there's something strange going on it just especially with all these bodies washing up around lake michigan 
I just don't understand it. But I wanted to talk about that as well. Um, because that's what I did. I have that as well. So go back and listen to that episode. Uh, it's episode, I think I said it on here. Yeah, 24. And um, I will have photos up on my Instagram. And I think I've got the photos of, um, I don't have a photo for the one that's missing, but I have for Joel or Duno, or Duno. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, and Peter Salvino and the Polish businessman, Christoph Schubert, Schubert, um, Anthony Rucker. I don't know if I got a, I don't think there was a photo of him. I might have to Google, Google to find his photo. Um, but I'm going to have some photos up and news up for that as well, because, huh, these cases baffle me. I can't believe people can do this. And especially nowadays, in a taxi, or not even really a taxi, a car picking people up from bars, you would think word would get around to who this person is. It just doesn't make sense to me, but I'm hoping that they find who it is soon. Because, it does, like I said, we have two now that have the same cause of death with ethanol, ethanol intoxication. So that's the latest I found on that on that case, which is the episode I did. I like to do these every once in a while because I like to bring people up. And I know that Chicago one is one of my top uh, plays. And... Um, Paula Turkovich is climbing into it's into the top 10. I'm so glad. Jelani Day, please go back and listen to that one because it'll just make your mouth drop like the rest of these. Something needs to be done. These killers are out there and these mothers are fighting, fighting to get these cases opened. What is the problem? You know? Oh my gosh. I just, I don't know. I mean, I raising money would also help with that if they're having trouble with um hours uh i know a lot of places they say that oh we cut hours we can't keep looking into this investigation well you know something needs to be done so that's one thing one good thing for when people um put up their gofundme um you know a lot of the money will it helps with that helps with investigations and if they have to dig for more evidence dna and all of that um the money you know it's it's caught gets costly so it does help to have these gofundme pages and um so people can give to them and um i usually end I got to keep people up to date here in my episodes on what's going on and what I've been like, I recommend anything on, uh, TV, movies, etc., etc. I am watching on Netflix beef. <laughs> if anybody has not seen that, it's pretty good, but I'm like on episode six, I think five or six. And, um, our internet was messing up last couple days and I hadn't been able to watch it, but that's different. Let me tell you, it's, it's pretty good. It's good. Um, and I want to watch the Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. I think that's on Netflix. If I'm not mistaken, I would like to see that. And I heard, I thought for sure I saw a preview on Paramount plus that the new screen 
the latest Scream movie is on there. And I want to see that too. So I haven't um, watched much much else lately because I've been scrapbooking and doing my art and all that kind of stuff and preparing for these cases and following what's going on. Um, so if anybody has any information or if you have any suggestions for me to cover a case, I usually stay in the Midwest, but I will go beyond that, especially with interviews or anything like that. Um, let me know. I When I interview, you're not seen. It's just the voice. So um, my Instagram is Kelly's Coffee Crime Chat. Email Kelly's Coffee Crime at gmail.com. Twitter, Kelly's CCC Pod. And Facebook, Kelly's Coffee and Crime Chat, which is a private group. So um, I also update all cases in there, show the photos just like I do in Instagram. So um, if anybody needs to get a hold of me uh, or to suggest a case, or if you have any information on these cases or any ways to help, please, um, if you need to ask me anything or if you need to suggest something about the case or you want me to cover something, just let me know and I will put it in my schedule, which I will be back next week for another true crime case. And I will be doing more of these updates as well just to keep everybody um informed and that is all for today everybody have a wonderful cinco de mayo be careful out there it is may i always forget the date may 5th may 5th yeah so have a good weekend everybody and i will see you next time